Is your ass warmed up? Man, my hammies are cooking. So <laughs> we are recording in the spacious, luxurious garage of one heavy longmire. Hello, yeah. hello, and hello, man. Hello. I mean, this place is always a mess, but Christmas wrecked it. It uh, I hadn't exactly got stuff back in. I still haven't taken my Christmas tree down. I did it yesterday. I. I haven't either. I'm gonna try to do it tomorrow. I think. I, it was think it was just like gonna be an unspoken flinch between me and Mrs. Longmire, right? Over who got tired of looking at it and started packing it up. So yesterday, as I started watching playoff football games, and she was running errands, and I was laying on the couch watching football, <laughs> she comes back from running errands, and I'm still in the same spot. Errands, errands. That sounds <laughs> cashew. Cashew. She's like, you know. There's stuff that can get done today. I know you're what, like, all right. So, so then you do pack- your impression of the security guard at the Chargers game. Right. So I start uh, packing up Christmas stuff. All right. Here's. Well, hold on well, a second. Hold I, on. I, okay. let's, let's introduce ourselves. Because oh, there yeah. Might go be, ahead. There might be people that don't know who the hell we are. First time listeners. First time listeners. It's always a possibility. This is Can You Hear Me, the podcast of three guys that talk about things. And one of those things that we talk about is Christmas tree taken down, apparently. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am the one and only Heavy Longmire. And you can find us on email at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at canyouhearmepod. And I am Real Gustav on Twitter. I am Ty Webb 3000. And you can find me at Longmire Heavy. And we've got a Reddit, a subreddit there for Can You Hear Me? We have uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, Tumblr, lots of other stuff I don't even know. Apparently, what was that one you said last week? Uh, Stardust. Stardust. It's the new that's, Startup. That's your new app that you're working on? It's a startup uh, based out of Gun Barrel City. Okay. <laughs> As most are. Yeah. And most meth. Yeah. All right, go on further on your uh, Christmas tree talk. There, you were talking. That's nah, just a beating, man. Oh I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. I think I get a pass though because I just got back from vacation. Nah. Mine would have been down. Yeah, Cube yeah. Vivaldi. I'm telling you. Oh, uh, it was I'm so luxurious, you. so tremendous. It was 75 degrees while y'all were sitting and, uh, here in 10 degree weather. It was right. eight degrees when I woke up. Yesterday, that's cold. That was very cold. I, I went out in my my PJs with my dog, my old blue healer that's near death. I don't like her to go out there early in the morning without me. And you know, she did her business, and I stood there just shivering in the twinkling early light. And I don't want to live in eight degree cold. Were you wearing your nightcap? You know what? I'm not opposed to the nightcap because <laughs> as I have lost hair, <laughs> that nightcap. Okay. So about this time, I want this episode to be titled "I'm Not Opposed to the Nightcap." <laughs> right. About this time, many years ago, on New Year's Eve, Mrs. Gustav wanted to give me a haircut, a little shaggy. Okay. Now back then, I had more hair. I was just, still balding, but I I had more hair than I do now. Just giving you a little Gregory Hines touch up. Exactly. So she gets the uh, the trimmers out, and she's doing her thing, and she takes the guard off because she's doing a little creative stuff here she put some lines in the side yes and i'm like no i don't want it that way i want it all the same I don't length. Want lines <laughs> i want a lightning bolt i want it all the same length so that when i get up in the morning i can just take a shower and i don't have to fix my hair i just want to low maintenance well she was a little bit perturbed that i didn't want to go with her styling so she it's like okay fine it picks up, picks up the i wish picks up the trimmers and takes about a three-inch swath down to the scalp because she had the guard off. Oh. <laughs> and, just, and, she, and she stops, and she starts crying oh, and no. laughing at the same time. I think and, that's the proper response. And I'm like, you got to finish it. There's no coming back from this. you got to take it all off. So as she cried and laughed... She went ahead, and we were going to meet another couple to go out New Year's Eve. You could have gone reverse mohawk. Like, uh, <laughs> I think there's somebody like that in the David Lynch version of Dune. We're on the Anyway, so she goes ahead and finishes it, and I, she didn't take a picture, but she texted the couple ahead of time. And when we pulled up, because I was driving, you know, designated driver for life, the 
other wife looks in. She's like, it looks okay. <laughs> like trying to convince me that my cancer look is going right. to be all right. Right. I was so fucking cold that winter because I was up in Michigan working and it was eight degrees a lot of right. time. I had to wear a beanie at work. Mm. I wore a beanie when I went to bed. How'd it stay on? It usually came off. Well, you were right. dressing like a fucking prisoner. But, you know, it was like, I don't, I'm sitting there going to bed with my little nightcap on. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, what's your stance on the night shirt? I could see you getting into the old school night shirt. Mm-mm. You know, that'd be good for you, Heavy. No. Don't yeah. you have some of those uh, old Three's Company pajama <laughs> <laughs> outfits somewhere? Three's Company pajamas. Don't you have some Silk Norman Fell models? Oh, no, no, some no, no. Mr. Roper no. collection? No, I do not. <laughs> I want to picture I can't you stand to sleep with a shirt on. Boy, me either. Uh-uh. I, I, it has to be really cold for that. Yeah. I usually, I'd prefer to sleep naked, but since we got kids, I don't sleep naked. Right. But I'll wear a shirt if it's cold or... You start sleeping in a long t-shirt with no underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Had to be a long, Speaking long of Vision Quest, <laughs> remember her when yes, she came out in the yes, shirt? Yes, Vision Ooh. Quest. Uh. Ty, Ty's rocking the Vision Quest references this week on Twitter and in real life. Vision Quest was a movie with Matthew Modine and... Uh, Linda Fiorentini Tino, or something, something like, like that. that. Where so he's high. a young high school wrestler trying to make weight. Yeah. Yep. And that was about 1984-ish? Mid-80s, for yeah. sure. What was the song... It had a big theme song from that movie. What was that? Was it oh, a Madonna, yeah. Was it a Madonna song? Yeah, it was a Madonna song. Um, what was that? I can hear the tune in my head, but I can't think of the name of it. I'm looking. Hold on. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. Took Shoop. Place, Remember, he had, a, he had to battle Shoot. Took place like in Iowa yeah, or Indiana yeah, where, or something where like that. wrestling is big. Yeah. yeah. Iowa. Yeah, Midwest. I think it was Iowa. Always trying to make weight. Yeah. Wearing that Sweating silver suit. Sweating it off, that yeah. silver suit. You can still buy those, you know, at the uh, on any fitness aisle at any major big the box store. Suits. Those rubber... Wa- solar suits. Solar suits or whatever they call them. Man, I can... I may think of the name of it before you can pull it up. Only the Young with Steve, Jer- uh, Steve Perry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that was in it. That's when he was running, I think. Yeah. Crazy for you. Crazy for you. Yeah. She no. was in the movie. Remember singing that at that bar they went to where they danced, slow danced? I did not I remember that. All that. Shit. I remember every fucking frame of that movie. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> because of one Linda Fiorentina. No, 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 no. This month, Netflix has The Man with One Red Shoe on it. Oh, oh really? Oh, gosh. And one of the greatest. Mrs. Monteblanc and I were watching that last night, and I had forgotten almost all of that movie, apparently. It's a great movie. It's great. I'm not for sure that I've seen it. So Shit. you got Tom Hanks as a, a viol- concert violinist, and he is mistaken for a spy. You got Daryl uh, Hannah, uh-huh. hot, a little too scrawny, but still. The great Dabney. The great Dabney Coleman, Coleman. who's still with us. You got um, Charles Durning. Yeah. Fine character actor. Jim Belushi, Carrie Fisher looking hot in the little oh, leopard. Yeah. She's hot. Carrie Fisher looking hot in When Harry Met Sally, too. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. She's, I thought she looked good in the, wasn't she in the Burbs? Yeah, she's the, yeah, the wife yeah, yeah. in the Burbs. Yeah, yeah, she looks wow. good. I mean, just good. Not as hot mom, as uh, Tom. Good mama look, uh, or as, yeah. uh, Burbs is one of as, my favorite. Burbs is top ten. Burbs is good. I, I mean, yeah. Such a great movie. We had to do a whole Burbs breakdown. Yeah. I'm not sure that we'd be very good do at the movie the, breakdown. Do you remember in the frame 90s? Frame? When, when we were in college on Saturday mornings on TBS. <laughs> I hope you got that one because that was pretty clean. Do you remember the 90s? Yes, I, I got it. When we were in college on Saturday mornings on TBS, which is one of the stations you could get in the dorms. Yeah. They had just had, you know, like movies. all day, And the Burbs probably cycled every other month. It's it a great a movie. I mean, I could watch yeah. it all day long. Love it. Love it. That was great. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we don't need to do any movie reviews. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with us talking about movies in general, but I think we would be awful at a reviewing. Yeah. Well, at a breakdown, you know, there's some people that do it and they do a good job where they go through it, 
we could not do a scene by scene. We're not organized enough to do a no, scene. No, you'd have scene. to plan for that. TC's is really good. TC's is solid, but a lot yeah. of times they don't. It's not a frame by frame, no, it's but a it's frame it's a great frame. movie podcast. Okay, uh, I do yeah. I do have something that I think we are pretty good at, and that's talking about weird stuff. Absolutely. So I have in my hand, formerly nicotine stained fingers. I have I have never smoked a cigarette, sir, and only occasionally smoking a pipe out in the woods full of Indian tobacco. <laughs> have you, you ever smoked any grapevine? I believe, yeah, at some point, sure, All right. in my youth. But I'm not a smoker. But I do have something that plenty of men that do smoke have purchased, and that is a copy of the Backwoodsman magazine. The magazine can be found at Walmart, usually, at uh, various other bookstores. retailers. Sundries. It's bi-monthly, so it's every two, you know, only six times a year. And this is a magazine that, heralds itself as the magazine for the 21st century frontiersman. And it covers, and this is all on the cover, okay? Muzzleloading, woods lore, survival, history, homesteading, self-reliance, primitive living skills. Mm, Yes. Now, what makes it special, though, is it's a magazine that is primarily written by the readers. And I think typically those readers are usually about our dad's age. Have you ever I been published in one of these? Gustav has <laughs> submitted. Shit in. I have not. He's, he's fixing to pull a Hawkeye on us. I, I have <laughs> he not. Is the this is. Not, I'm not the publisher of this magazine, though. I wish I was. Let me just give you a rundown of some of the topics in this month's issue. This is the November December. I don't have the, okay. the January issue. What yet. do we got? This is kind of Jeremiah issue. Johnson meets hints from Heloise. It's exactly what it is with. 60-year-old men writing articles where they reference their nicknames they've given themselves, like <laughs> Long Arrow and things like that. So we have a fishing fun in Louisiana Peroque. Okay. All, All right. right. Making Peroque. a... Or how do you say it? P-I-R-O-G-U-E? That's a, it's Piro, isn't it? Piro? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's the small canoe, Cajun canoe. I spent seven months in a car V. Okay. Where a guy lived in his car for seven months. Huh. Is that the whole post? That's, well, these are, I, I'm just reading the article titles. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Table li- of contents, if you will. The table of comments. The features for this month. I like my shell casings clean. Oh. Now, that could have been written by Daddy Montablanc right there. Right. Making soda straw fishing bobbers. Okay. That'd be pretty handy. I'm well, already hooked. It's, it's, it might be handy, Shit. but. The time you spent, you could have just right. gone and bought those ninety-five cent for right. Well, if you're picking that up ain't straws, the way of if Jeremiah, you're, now. If you're picking up straws off the side of the road to survive. The easiest home method for making charcoal that okay. could be handy. That All can right. be handy right there. Making a replica beaver tooth knife. <laughs> okay. Hunting and fishing with the Honda CT ninety, which is a discontinued uh, dirt bike from the seventies. Is that the Big Cats? Oh, no, that wasn't the Big Cats. This is okay. one that was small, and it had a spark arrestor on the uh, exhaust system, so it's got this cage that goes on. Oh, so okay. Yeah. No, those Big Cats were great. Yeah, those are cool. Anyway, I want everybody to see if they can find a copy of the Backwoodsman, because if you think we are full of helpful knowledge... <laughs> <laughs> these guys then, take it to another level. Especially if you like outdoor stuff or in your wildest dreams like the three of us dream of a time when you could or maybe even not a time but just maybe at some point in my life i'm going to do things simple and get back to nature kind of live off the grid maybe yeah yeah this is this this is a magazine for you and also it's we talked about a little bit off the air and gustav pointed out it's not as good as it used to be but mother earth magazine is a good one as well well i loved mother earth up until about the mid-80s. You got too liberal for me. You got you. a little too liberal for me. And so I have literal stacks of Mother Earths from the 70s. That's probably when it was at its best. It is when it's best. And I have them on CD somewhere, too. Really? I, yeah. I, uh, Mrs. Gustav bought those for me one year, probably because she got tired of me having giant stacks of mm-hmm. 70s Mother's Earth. And Grit is another one that I believe is made by the people of... 
uh, Mother Earth news. Maybe. There, there's also one, uh, I, New American Pioneer. It's pretty good if you're yes. into uh, homesteading yep, type stuff. That's a good one. Sorry, guys. I'm a little distracted by this feature titled, What to Do with All These Apples. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do with all these apples? Well, let's not go into it. I want to run it. Flip through. There's one about uh, pickled pickled uh, hot dog wieners in there, too. I bet that's pretty good. Oh, my gosh. There's lots of recipes, you know. The Pickled Hot Dog Jar by Ed Thomas. And it tells you how to pickle your own hot dogs. I mm. do love pickled stuff. Yeah, yeah. Probably pretty good. Well, I know you're on board with me on the probably, pickle. Yeah, probably pretty tasty. So check that out if this sounds even remotely interesting. It's I know, not as funny as us. I'll give you that. But and Sure enough. The... Uh, you know, when you're standing in line at the grocery store or at Walmart and there's, you know, the, the as I like to call them, the fancy magazines of hobby farmer and stuff like and they're and they're glossy and, you know, very yeah. well produced about raising backyard chickens and stuff like that. And those aren't bad, but they're not, to me, they're expensive for what you get. Yes. For the knowledge that you get out of them. Share with us, Ty. And you're... At the end of this pickled hot dog jar story. It says, P.S. The pickled hot dogs taste great with a big hunk of cheddar cheese, crackers, and a great pop. Wild Ed Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) You're fucking wild, Ed. (laughs) And by the way, Ed, everything tastes better with a big-ass hunk of cheddar cheese and some crackers. But with a a purple pop? I do like a great pop, too. It's got to be cold. Gotta be cold. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man. Once they'll start getting warm. Yeah. No, oh. it's, it's turns into Robitussin. Um, exactly. So yeah, Hobby Farm, that's slick. Yeah. And that's that's made for the the That's Yuppie Frontiers. Exactly. Yeah. That's I'm just trying to think of like the Austinite where we're organic and raising right. back backyard chickens and if yeah. you've got you know, backyard chickens in Midtown. That's the magazine right. for you. Now, right. there is a book, and I haven't looked for it a long time, so I don't know if it's still in published. There was a Backwoods Home, which was on par with Backwoodsman as far as realness. Mm-hmm. Li- very libertarian-leaning. Uh-huh. So it was a little... It was very... You want to talk about a book that might have been written by Gustav. <laughs> it was a little more <laughs> out there. And there was another one that was apolitical called Countryside. Countryside? Countryside. Never saw that. Very real. And it, and like, it was legit. And it was, it was paper pages. You know, it wasn't even right. slick glossy. It was yeah. all paper. Like the old thrifty nickel. Exactly. Very, and it was very good. Like the, uh, what was the outdoor magazine we used to get that was all like recall and. Oh yeah, it was nothing but. We looked that up a few months ago. We found what was that? It. Yeah, it's online now. You'd get it. Was it something trails? Eureka trails? I can't remember Eureka. what it was. We loved it because it only had drawings. Yeah, <laughs> it was no pictures. It was drawings of what you were buying of these chamois shirts. artist renderings. Yeah, yeah. Of these chamois shirts, and it and was like they would be recalls and seconds and stuff. Yeah, so <laughs> it wouldn't. The one sleeve be like longer a, than the other. <laughs> He bought an, I can't remember, it was you or me one, got an awesome, good, heavy flannel shirt, a men's flannel shirt, but the buttons were on the wrong side. <laughs> but hell, it's still buttoned. Yeah. You know? Just got to get used get to it. Get it for 75% off. Yeah. Right? And we were all, and well, you know, we didn't have any money, so we were like, oh, shit, we can get this. Yeah. That was, I can't remember what that place was. Because it wasn't Campmore. Campmore was the legitimate camping stuff. That was, was also paper. You're right. And that was drawings as well. And that was drawings it? as well. Yeah. But that was legitimate stuff. Yeah. Now, Campmore's the one that's online now. This other one, maybe it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, it's going to kill me. I can see it. It was something trails. Something trails, yeah. I'm thinking it was like Eureka Trails. Ozark Trail? No, it wasn't Ozark. I Ozark Trails is Walmart brand. Yeah, it's Walmart brand camping stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking of George DeGiani. <laughs> what a segue alright so do you want to set the stage no, go, go ahead I think uh, did we see that at the same time oh, yeah. we both saw it from Nate I think Hamilton. yeah so Nate Hamilton posted a link so on Twitter George DiGiani or DiGion or whatever his name is this it week. was Dijon and then it went back to like the mustard the roots of DiGiani right so he is a 
fitness personality in Dallas, Texas. He's the Tickets Rex. So he had <laughs> he has a show on the ticket on Saturday mornings, which I believe is paid advertising. You know, it's his show. He pays right. for it. Train station. It's called the Train uh, Fitness uh, whatever. Train station, train station fitness show. That's right. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Don't dog him. He's got some helpful knowledge. <laughs> I'm sure you listen nonstop. Have you gotten the genetic testing to tell you what you need to do? Not yet. Have you grilled up cancer this summer? Do you have the er- kind of erection you had when you were 20? No, I do not. And I wish I did. <laughs> I'm, sure I'm glad Mrs. you Longmire don't right doesn't. now. Yeah, that so, makes one of y'all. <laughs> he has a show where he's opinionated. <laughs> yeah, he has guests that doesn't always go very well for we've the lo- guest. We we lost Doctor Salmon. Yes, he's he's yelled at board ops and ticker guys, and he's openly quarreled with the uh, T-Box show whenever they had, used to have to do mixes. Those were the that best the mixes best. I don't of know if all you ever time. To those heavy. Those are great. Some of them, yeah. Well, Nate tweeted out a link to some type of seminar that George had in the past where George showed how much of a badass he is. Mind over matter. Gus. Mind over matter. So, Like a Tony Robbins kind of thing? Yeah. That's what it seemed like, yeah. Very Walking much on so. coals and well, stuff. A lot of chanting. Chanting followed up with something that is no doubtful. It's impressive. So uh, do you want to cue that up there, Ty? Yeah, and we just will a second here. Put that not purple. Not purple. We're going to play the audio, and we'll send a link to it on the uh, show notes if you want to watch this. And You're Ty's, ready? yeah, go for it. Am I going to be able to hear this? I need to plug in. You can plug in if you want to. I want to hear the visual. He's seen me on TV. Tom knows about this. And anybody who's listened to my radio show for quite some time knows about this. Uh, Guys, you know, if you get one of these, it hurts. So this is obviously much more uh, possible damaging. So he's so Just to add to it that much more, I like to go to the next level and be blindfolded. He always likes to go to the next level. So go ahead. He's having his assistant blindfold him. All right. So what's going on here? Well, they're he, at the they're at the seminar. He's on stage. Gotcha. He's been blindfolded by his uh, assistant. It just oh whatever. <laughs> now, if our customers say yeah, no, I can't afford it. it. How would you like <laughs> to do this? <laughs> <laughs> this shows that you can do anything. He's going to get kicked it. in the nuts. All right, mouth. I've never done this to you. Before. <laughs> <laughs> really fired up about it. Too. Whoa! I'm not gonna yeah, blindfolded. Now everybody, here Whoa. we go. Okay. Now. Nah. There you go. And that's how you do it. Oh, I'm victorious. I'm victorious. I'm victorious. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> at, at this point, the other speaker brings out a lot of c- solo cups full of Kool-Aid. <laughs> and they pass them around the room. And, and the children that don't want to take it are injected. Oh, Lord. Is that so, not one of the best So what George knucklehead. gets kicked in the nuts on stage. <laughs> I'm still not sure what he's getting kicked in the nuts for other than I just, just demonstrate. That I'd you can do anything, get I guess. kicked in the nuts. Well, I propose for our next episode, Heavy. <laughs> Me kick Gustav in the nuts? Either way, however you two want to do it is fine with me. Whoever does the kicking and whoever does the taking, I'll film it. Well, we can both kick Ty in the nuts. Do you remember the story of the Polynesian's dad in high school back in the late 60s, like in the back of drafting class or something, kicking another guy, him and getting a contest of who could kick each other the hardest. In the nuts? nuts? And they end up kicking each other in the nuts, and like his nuts (laughs) swelled up to like a size of a grapefruit. Oh, I do not recall that story. I recall that. I I don't remember the particulars enough to, you know, fully map it out. I'm tougher than you. But it was, yeah, like squaring up with each other and just kicking each other (laughs) as hard as they could. That sounds like something that could have happened in the back of our drafting class. Oh, gosh. Craziness. Simpler time. Craziness. I guess you know when you're you're looking at going to Vietnam in a year or two. Yeah. The yeah. idea of getting kicked in the nuts. Well, might as well get used to it. One of the funniest 
stories from that group from our Polynesian friends. Daddy Polynesian, one winter when they were working, he got a ear infection, and they, you know they all worked construction, all the brothers and yeah. everything. Wind was blowing; it was just cold. He had an ear infection, so he got the idea that he'd get like a styrofoam packing peanut <laughs> that was in one of the boxes, and he'd oh, stick boy. it in his ear. You know, makes sense. Sure. Right. Well, when he at the end of the day, I mean. He, Felt fine. At the end of the day, he goes to take it out. Well, of course, the styrofoam breaks off. So he's got a piece of styrofoam down in his ear that he can't get out. So he has one of his younger brothers. They're trying to decide how to get this <laughs> piece of styrofoam out. And Daddy Polynesian comes up with the bright idea. We just pour a little bit of gasoline <laughs> what? in there, and it'll dissolve it. Sure. And just run out. Then so, light it on fire. Well, that's... Uh, so... That's making napalm. You can make homemade napalm with gasoline <laughs> so, and styrofoam. Daddy Polynesian's younger brother takes the gas can and dribbles gasoline oh my down gosh. in his older brother's ear. Oh, my God. Just give me a shiver. And that resulted in a trip to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Don't do that, kid. He's don't, lucky he didn't lose his hearing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Don't pour gas. Don't, don't stick a styrofoam peanut in any orifice. Don't pour gasoline into any orifice, yours or anybody else's, and do not mix a large quantity of styrofoam into a small quantity of gasoline to form a slightly oatmealish, lumpy, a gelatinous combustible material. Combustible no, homemade napalm. Uh, gelatinous explosive material. Well, well it'd explosive. be flammable. It's more combustible. Flammable. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. Don't make homemade napalm or ivory soap. Into gasoline. Never tried that. Not a good More move. expensive. You yeah. Get styrofoam free. Right. Same concept. Huh. Did I tell y'all the story about the uncomfortable drive-through handoff I had? You mentioned you had me make a note. No. It's still bothering me a little bit. This it was about a month ago now or so. Yeah, because I hadn't been on here since then. Mm, no, know. it's been so long. And uh, just to you know, everything was going normal. Made my order. Wait, where are you at? Do you want to tell? I mean, you're at a drive-thru? Yeah, drive-thru fast okay. food. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. I don't even know if I remember where it was. That's I'm trying to block the whole situation out of my okay. mind, but obviously I hadn't been able to. You know, made my order, just like normal, proceeding through the drive-thru, as I usually would. Get up there. It's one of those where I'm paying and I'm getting my food mm-hmm. in the same window okay. situation. Second window. Second window. Yeah. yeah. Or only window. Yeah. Or only window. I think this was a second window. Yeah. I think that first window was under construction or something. And they're using that for storage now. Exactly. Yeah. They got a mannequin in there. Yeah. And so given my card, gives my gives me my bag of food, then goes to give me my card back. And when he does, mind you, I said he, there's kind of a caressing of the hand. Uh uh-uh. uh. But I think i'm pretty sure it was an accident because we kind of had that touch moment and then we both kind of wide-eyed looked at each other like holy (laughs) shit (laughs) did we just have a moment (laughs) is this real and i mean as i'm driving off we're both just wide-eyed you know like (laughs) i agree i'll never come here again yes i know i'm gonna quit this job but i mean there was like a afterwards i was thinking you know, maybe this was like a super sophisticated frauderist or something, you know, that was like, okay. if I act surprised, then maybe he'll think it's an accident. So, hold on. You used a word that some of our listeners may not be familiar with. A frauderist? Which its root would be in... Frauderism. That's, or fraudage. Right. <laughs> That's the uh, act of... Somebody who gets, you know, sexual pleasure from rubbing up against or... I've never know, heard that term. Rubbing someone, you so know, it could be rubbing up against non-consenting, something, or in general, it's used uh, non-consensual, like somebody on a subway rubbing mm-hmm. up against uh, some dude rubbing up against women. Is a fraudist a fraud? Is it frauderist or? I I mean I made that term up. Okay, frauderism is the is term the, for okay. for the and there's disorder. also if two people rub their genitals against each other, that could be frottage. Frottage. Or it's frottage, but. Damn French. Coming uh, up with crazy stuff. So that could be <laughs> tribbing. 
which is what that's called with the ladies. What? Tribbing. It's when, it's when two women it's, scissor. It's, it's, well, it's not necessarily <laughs> scissor as, as I'm making a hand motion. Yeah, you are but making it's, a... It's more of a... It's more of know, a friction rubbing yeah, situation. Friction, or it could be two dudes, you know, sword fighting a little bit. <laughs> Just a little sword play. As, hey! as I'm doing finger... Uh, <laughs> As you do two index why fingers. Why did you just? Why did you just twist up or pretend <laughs> musketeer mustache when you did that? Or, or, uh, and I don't know if docking comes into play. Are oh, you familiar so with the term docking? docking? That's just t- is that no, one no. going into the? Well, that's when you got the foreskin. foreskin. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think you could have like a double dock where you could dock one and then pull the other one foreskin. You get two double dock. <laughs> I don't know if a triple dock's possible. The first time you can't I triple heard dock that, a double dock, Lloyd. I thought they were talking about the band. What? Docking. Docking. Oh. <laughs> I was so confused. Well, today, do y'all remember? I went to a, only one of those was at our local record store. I growing went to up. a uh, docking rally. One record store might have had a. What I, I went to a docking rally. What I thought was going to be a concert. <laughs> Man, was I surprised. Oh man! There was a TV show um, back in the '90s on Nickelodeon called "The Adventures of Pete and Pete." You ever heard of that? Real kind of surreal, odd little neighborhood, you know, funny little show. And I've ex- I've had my kids watch some of it, and they enjoy it. And we were watching one just today about um, being at the pool, and the lifeguards were going to dock somebody, and they needed to get to docking. Because they were going to get this kid thrown out of the pool for the summer, and the lifeguard's like, "All right, proceed the docking." And I was like, "That doesn't mean what you think it does, so don't go around <laughs> saying docking." Warn the kids. I can't explain to you why, but you know, don't. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I got asked why am I for, why am I circumcised the other day? Oh, by one of my older. Did you say because uh, you're not child. a heathen. I did explain <laughs> that our uh, our socioeconomic southern. Christian background, you know, that's our cultural, we circumcise, and that uh, it's a cleanliness issue. I didn't want to have to, I didn't want to have to clean their right smeg out, and I had to explain what smeg is. <laughs> Smegma, <laughs> man, for those of you. I don't have boys. Oh, man. And then, uh, I also laid out there that most women I know would prefer, if they had to choose between the uncut or the cut cock they're going to choose the uh the non-turtleneck version did you tell him it was partly because too if you're flipping through porn one day and see him on there and he's uncut it's just not gonna work (laughs) (laughs) you don't want me flipping away son that's a reference that i don't want to see any uncut penises in my porn i don't want i think we're all on board with that or do you even care heavy yeah that's yeah that's yeah, yeah. I, I've floated this conversation with some ladies before, whether or not they care. And I know that Mrs. Looks Gustav... Like some kind of aquatic worm. ...does not want to... Uh, <laughs> I would not be... I would not have a Mrs. if I had whipped out yeah. mine and it was uncut. I can tell you right now, she would not be with me. It's like one of those fishing baits we used to use as flukes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like a slug South American anteater. <laughs> now, sometimes mm. you just get the, like, the little mock turtleneck where it just kind of comes up part way. <laughs> a little dicky. A little dick dicky. Uh, I, I have known ladies that were in a position they weren't sure if it was circumcised or not. What? And I don't understand that. I, I don't get it. I'm like, yeah. well, you know, I, I could only assume that that was a mock turtleneck situation where it was just kind of <laughs> barely there, not the full over... Uh, <laughs> Shirt, the drawstring pulled up tight. I'm recounting the story of David and Goliath. Okay. I don't know where, where this is going. And, and I, you know, David was Jewish. Right. And I'm almost positive here. Look this up. Somebody's got a Bible on their phone. Uh, that is David <laughs> okay. lets go the stone. Sir, my phone is just for porn. As David lets go the stone, he hollers. Or th- there's there's words. <laughs> I don't there's, stop thinking this. There's words. This is not my version of Kings. There's words exchanged in the confrontation between David and Goliath, and David calls him. At an one uns- point, 
one David point calls him dick a, shaming him. David calls him <laughs> an uncircumcised heathen. <laughs> okay, that sounds familiar. What I thought you were about to say was much more slang. No, because I remember reading that as a kid and just cracking up, thinking that was the most that was, that was trash the talk, funniest thing. And I just had this image of David's, you know, slinging this rock. Take that, you uncircumcised heathen. <laughs> That sounds very 903 of him. Some bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Boy ain't even cut. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to look this up. I don't even know what the hell to search. That it it might be unsearchable. That's in uh What's in it it would be in Kings. That is in Kings. I don't know my old testament book order. I'm thinking first Kings. Uh, Yeah, it's gotta be first Kings. Because 2 Kings is... Just look in your uh, index in the back for uncircumcised heathen. Well, I did uncircumcised heathen, and I got a bunch of band names. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. I really didn't know where you were going when you started that. I didn't either. It's just like... I can remember as junior high age in Sunday school just laughing my ass off as the little old lady read scripture to us. and They didn't put that caption on the felt oh, board. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Samuel. I apologize. Dave, uh, Jay's going to be tisk-tisking us here. First right. or second? <clears throat> First Samuel, seven, book 17. Check in. You sure it's not in Glenn? Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, <laughs> book 311. We won't be the first people to get something mixed up between First Samuel and First Kings. No, no. That's, that's a legitimate <laughs> thing. I mean... We're close yeah, enough. I mean, so, shit. Twice yeah. a week. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking. I'm looking. All right. Yeah, I know. That Jane Mansfield had some big breasts. <laughs> Boy, she did. Although not like big like Russ Meyer With, level. Upon <laughs> Carrie Fisher's death. Swimming pool pick. Upon oh. Carrie Fisher's death, the I'm upon a later. <laughs> Like you, like you, uh, the like a fucking Canterbury Tales all of a sudden. <laughs> the, the image Chaucer. of her in... Upon thy death. Upon the, the death of <laughs> Carrie Fisher. On the return of the Jedi. Bikini. Pose when she's, yeah, with, in the bikini with Jabba the Hutt. That's like the one of the best picks. So, I was just wasting time till you found well, it. Well, I've given up it. because you got to talking about Carrie Fisher dressed up in the slave girl outfit. Have you ever seen... There was like a Rolling Stone shoot where they did, when they did the movie, on the beach and her in that outfit, playing mm-hmm. with a beach ball and everything. It's pretty good stuff. You need to find huh. that. Okay. We should hotter. do that just as a tribute. Just as a tribute? Yeah, look that up. Um, there any, surely there's nudes of her. I don't know that there are. I mean, she just passed away. I don't know if that's the time that to be. That probably wasn't in the obit. <laughs> it's kind of kind of. I figured that Gustav would... Well, of course, I, well, we, of her. we were preparing for a moment of silence when you went into your uh, nude routine. Uh, okay. You went straight to went straight to the bad stuff. Well, way to go. Well, she stay wa- hard, Carrie. She was a fixture of our youth. Absolutely. And she was a hot. Yep. You know, not always throughout her life, but hey, who is? I mean She looked way older than nineteen in that original Star Wars. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, agreed. How about in the uh, the original Blues Brothers? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she's the crazy oh, yeah. ex. She's the crazy ex hunting down John Belushi. Huh? Shoots God, shoots up in the. Time. She looks. She's not dressed provocatively at all. Right. But she just looks really good. Yeah. She was a hottie. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that's like we'll just title well, this. There we go. There's got to be some nudes out there. I say. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, hell, there probably is. Yeah. <laughs> I had to believe that out. Yeah. Speaking of that, oh shit! Now I can't tell that story. Sorry. All right, we'll talk about that one off air. Yeah. I'll fix that last one with some creative bleeping. Um, I had another thing that the kids said. Yes, I love your kids' stories. So we're driving along, and have you ever seen the movie Undercover Brother? Uh, no. Stars Eddie Griffin, so. yeah. comedian, and he yeah. plays. I, I a, think I have seen it once. He plays a jive talking special secret agent, right? Has Dave Chappelle and the great Billy D. Williams. Yeah, a couple lovely ladies. Yes, uh, Carrie Richards and 
remember who else. Anyway, the plot is that there Denise is... Denise Richards. I Denise think. Richards. Yeah. The plot is that they've the man has come up with this secret recipe in the fried chicken that Billy D. Williams is selling. Works every time. And it, the the jingle is General's Fried Chicken, It's Finger Licking. Okay. Yeah. Or something along that lines. Uh, here's what my kids said. General's Fried Chicken, It's Butt Licking. I hear from the back <laughs> seat from one of them. And the one in the front seat says, why would anybody want to lick a butt? That makes no sense. <laughs> we were at a stoplight, and I had to turn and look out the window to my left and bite, physically bite my lip. <laughs> so to speak. To keep, keep from, from saying, saying listen, anything. Son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they went on and on. They they. Jabbered about fifteen this minutes. Just the boys. Just the boys. And right. the girl's like, oh, y'all are disgusting. You know, she's seven. Oh, she, she in there too? Yeah, she's in there. She wants no part of this discussion. Yeah. But yeah, they were at and they're thinking they're funny and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, that was my main thing the other day. They they had me cracking up because just the stuff they're just so oblivious. You know, they don't and I can't go into full detail. Or I'll think of something, I'm like, I ought to show you this movie because you'd really like this. Oh, we were talking about uh, Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. So you remember the movie Dead Zone? Oh, yeah. Great movie. Stephen King short story. Walken gets psychic powers. He touches you. He sees your future, you know. Well, he made a skit on Saturday Night Live in the mid-'80s <laughs> where he was a psychic. He had psychic powers, <laughs> same thing. In the uh, couldn't have been better than Colonel Ingus. Well, Colonel Ingus is, is great. <laughs> this was he's in a he's in an office, but instead of seeing the major things, he just sees minor things. Like you're gonna you're gonna forget your cup of coffee. I, I do not remember that. Oh, it's great. And so my kids have seen that and they love it and they think it's funny. And I'm like, well, you know, he is a he's the same actor in every movie, no matter what. Right. He's Christopher Walken. Sometimes he's serious. Sometimes he's funny. And I thought, man, y'all would love the watch Pulp. scene from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they had some something idea of what it was that. from something that they've seen that referenced it. But they mm-hmm. didn't know what it was. I'm like, yeah, we'll watch that when you get home. The and whole then, thing or just the scene? Well, hold on. At first, I'm thinking, they like it all. <laughs> Whoa. And then all of a sudden, I think of... Bring out the gimp. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to have to explain. (laughs) Zed's dead, honey. (laughs) Gimp sodomy. (laughs) Any level. Why you would have the gimp mask. Right. Why there's a gimp mask in daddy's closet. (laughs) Right. I don't want to have to explain that. (laughs) Why that crate looks eerily familiar. Uh. So anyway, we did not watch Pulp Fiction. I gave them the Reader's Digest version right. of it, and we may watch that scene. Just that scene, yeah. I think that'd be okay, but... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Did and you show uh, them your wallet that says Bad, bad Motherfucker? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> when that came out in 93? Yeah, no, 94. Okay, 94. I mean, there were... Adults that weren't ready to see that. Oh yeah, you know? no, that was <laughs> man. That that movie was such a game changer. Oh yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, as soon as I watched it the first time, I just wanted to watch it again. Yeah, right then. Right. I w- I went and watched it by myself when it first came out because I you know seen Reservoir Dogs. I I knew that I wanted I liked Tarantino stuff, and then I went back with a friend, and I just watched her while she watched mm-hmm. the adrenaline scene. Oh. It was like just oh, waiting, yeah. you know. I'm like, you know, just eating my popcorn, watching to see what hurt. I try didn't try the popcorn trick. Maybe I should have. Oh, I had to explain the popcorn trick the other day too. To your kids? To my kids? I don't. I'm not familiar with the popcorn trick. What's Come popcorn on now. Trick? Well, my oldest. It was just. Me well, explain it to heavy too. Then okay, the popcorn trick is when you take a lady to the movies and you buy the popcorn bucket of popcorn. You cut a hole of in the bottom of the popcorn. Stick your penis. What the shit? You've never heard of this. You've never no, heard of I've never trick? heard of this. So you get butter on that popcorn too. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. And then the idea is that she would reach in to get 
some tasty popcorn and she would find your penis in the popcorn bucket. <laughs> Where in the head? Is this from a movie? It's pop culture. I, I've yeah. always heard of the popcorn I, I mean, I don't trick. even remember where I first heard I've it. I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> it's a great icebreaker on a first date. So I, he, he made it some reference to it. And or maybe I something no we were listening to the ticket and somebody made a reference to it and I'm like well I, let me explain this to you and I'm like well first off I don't know if this has ever actually happened other than being a bit because logistically it doesn't make any sense <laughs> uh, like first off you're gonna have popcorn spilling out you know secondly you got to stay hard the whole time your dick's in the popcorn you told him that I don't know if I told him that part <laughs> I told him the part about it falling out and let I did tell second him, of all son. I did tell him, I doubt there's any woman that would reach in <laughs> and get a handful of dick and not scream and, you know. It sounds some. like a bad Porky's. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That's Por- what I thought maybe it was from it's or like something. like Porky's nine. <laughs> the popcorn trick. <laughs> I can't believe you never heard I've of it. I've never heard of that. There was a Chappelle show where the guy... The the guy was in the Hall of Fame for doing the first popcorn trick no. the first time, and the girl keeps on <laughs> giving him a hand job through the popcorn. No, bucket. I've never heard of that. That's that's funny. Okay, Porkies. Let's stop down and Ooh. talk a little Porkies here. Is that guy's name Don Monahan? The lead in that? I don't remember. Dan anybody. Monahan. The only person's name that I remember is Kim Cattrall. Yeah, that's the only person Lassie. I can tell you. Yes, who was in it? Man, that. That was a game changer. That's exactly the words I was going for because that was a bona fide adult movie. Yes. And, and the age at which we saw that movie. Snuck around to see it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. see it till I was probably in high school. Really? Really. Now, I can remember sneaking around at somebody's or house. Or Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> oh, or... man. I've got a horrible. I think it was. Well, let's stay on, on Porky's before we okay. tackle Revenge of the Nerds. No, this is Porky's. This okay. is, I think. Porky's 2. Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> yeah. It was a, like a distant relative had passed away, and I was a kid. It was one of those where, like, distant enough to where all the family was in town, mm-hmm. but I didn't go to the funeral, or I went, maybe I went to the funeral, but then I didn't go to the graveside or something. But for some reason, there was a bunch, and I'll tell you the names later on off air, but there was a bunch of us kids, you know, no-gooders, that stayed behind at one of our other family members' house, and one of them found that Porky's 2 was on Cinemax <laughs> or something. We all sat around and grieved watching Porky's 2 together. Oh, Lord. That's, that's a... Uh... I mean, our chaperone was like a 17-year-old dude, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck, yeah, sit down. Yeah, I think somebody, whenever I saw it, it was somebody's older brother or sister. Yeah. They're like, yeah, y'all can watch that. It'll that's, be all right. That's yeah. usually well, hold on, hold on. Okay. I remember Revenge of the Nerds. Tell me Porky's. Porky's is set in the late 40s in a Florida town, and the whole idea is they want to go to this backwoods... It's like out in a... Speakeasy type place okay. yeah, where yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's whores and bar and everything. Right. And they're all obsessed about getting laid. There's a guy named Meat. Yep. And the yeah, place yeah. is called Porky's. Yeah. And the place okay. is called Porky's. I can't remember anything about the movie, but I remember. Big fat boss hog dude yeah. named Porky owns yeah. it and runs it. Okay. Cops, you, uh, <coughs> you know, the cops are giving the kids hard times. The gym teacher, Miss uh, Ball, Ball Breaker. Breaker. You remember she grabs the, uh, the dick through the the glory hole? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm vaguely remembering. P coach fucks Kim Cattrall in the equipment room, and she okay. howls. Her name is Lassie. Lassie. Okay, yeah, I, I'm vaguely. I mean, it's been. Well, I bet I've seen that thing a dozen. No times. No kids. Now I could not give you the the plot of Porky's two anymore. No. Oh wait, is isn't... Porky's one where they pull Porky's down? With no, the... that's. I think that's Porky's two. That may be. Because isn't Porky's 3 the one? (laughs) One's Porky's Revenge. Is that 3 or 2? I can't remember. Which one is the one where the... the one uh, he went to Russia. (laughs) And And trained in the snow. And trained in the snow. uh, That's the best one. I think it's Porky's 3, which may or may not be Porky's Revenge. Which is... (laughs) Robert Vaughn. Which is the one where... You remember the... uh, the very uptight teacher and the uptight 
school administrator or principal or something, and then they sneak into her apartment to try to get something, and then those two come back together, and then they're actually like closet, you know, BDSMers. And yeah. Everything. Do you remember that? That seems familiar. I think that might Although be Although it was the great closet uh, BDSM scenes from High Anxiety with oh, yeah. Cloris Leachman and the great Hedy Lamar. Uh, ah. Eddie Jackson. Harvey Corman. Harvey Corman. You're leaving me hanging there. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, you ever seen High Anxiety? Never have. That's a genius movie right there. Yeah. It's a homage to uh, Alfred Hitchcock from Mel Brooks. Okay. Anything Mel Brooks yeah, is it's, golden. It's, it's an, and it's his, his sweet spot when he's making right. all those great movies. And, you know, it's yeah, He used to, uh, there was on. that period he turned out it was oh, man. something every other year. Yeah. So Same many line. good ones. I mean, Blazing Saddles and History of the World Part One. Mm-hmm. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. Silent movies, not bad. No. High Anxiety is one of my favorites. I never saw that. Yeah. He's the just, producers. The producers. Gene Wilder. Just I know we already did a whole Gene, Gene Wilder segment or show, but one of the best. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, we got one more email. Let's do it. It's not a very long one here. It's titled... We're going to have to, after this is over, we're going to have to get that Porky's situation cleared up. Yeah, we need to do a Porky's <laughs> retrospective. It's entitled Cockering Story. Okay. Okay. From. This is the this Italian one stallion? This is the Italian Stallion. Hello, yes. Italian Stallion. Well. <laughs> Hello. Just kidding, but Hit I, wanted, me up. I wanted to get your attention. Mm. I know she doesn't have any cockering stories. So. Gotcha. But she has surprised me. I mean, you know. Yeah, you know. As a Northeasterner my whole life, I enjoy listening to your podcast. It makes me realize even though we are one big country, each region is so different. I've had to ask Gustav to translate or explain some of the items mentioned. Mexican squirt needed an explanation. (laughs) (laughs) It has many. I got a text like, what the hell's a Mexican squirt? Why do y'all like drinking it so much? (laughs) Isn't that just pee? You know, that's... That she didn't say it was just Pete, but I have seen some Twitter. Uh, I, I want to say uh, Grandmaster B Hud or whatever his name. He's always saying, "Come on, just admit it's Pete." <laughs> just the other day, I saw a sign for Squirt on American Pickers when they were in Houston. So that's full circle. For some reason, according to their voices, I think Ty is heavy, and heavy is Ty. I'm not Common sure mistake. why. Have you ever communicated with someone and you got a picture in your mind, and then you meet and it's not what you expected? I hope to get to Texas someday, work wife number one. Um, We would be more than happy to host you. Well, someday, if they come up, I am going to take them shooting and everything. So Nice. We'll, uh, if they ever come, because I don't know what the hell else I'd have them do in Texas. You know, I mean, well, we they could, can go to Jerry World or something. Right. We take can them pick up trash along the highway. Sure. Did I ever tell you about Mrs. Gustav and I were walking along the highway doing Gustav type stuff? Having a little stroll. Walking stick. And I found... Looking for crawdad mounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bacon in hand. <laughs> the string. <laughs> we found a giant translucent silicone dildo. Of course on y'all did. the side of the highway? On the side of the highway. Oh, this is the only kind there's of shit happens There's a the precursor to this. Yeah. Uh, five minutes earlier, they had thrown it out the window. No, I, I had not <laughs> thrown it out. It was about... A foot long, and it had the balls attached, you know. (laughs) As they will. But it was hollow, like it had, like, it was a slip-on onto a a solid dong that you had. Well, like you could use it as a Stanley mug. I guess, maybe. But it was, it was gigantic, and somebody just thrown it out the window as they're (laughs) driving down the road. They said, hell, I've had enough of this thing. (laughs) Quick, hide the dong. (laughs) Here come the cops. (laughs) Throw the dong out the window. Oh, man. Uh, back to Marion's question. Sorry. You know, I talk to a lot of different people, and one of the first things I do now if I'm dealing with new people is I go look them up on either LinkedIn or Facebook to try and make get a mental picture. But I myself don't have my picture on LinkedIn. I, I'm like, not. Huh. A, yeah. Yeah, It's that's, that's how I roll. All right. Fuck you. I don't want to give you right. the same courtesy. And so when I went to Philadelphia... They met me pretty quick. They talked to me on the phone one time, then the next week I was there. But there was another team that we worked with quite a bit for several months before they ever saw me. 
And they were expecting some, basically the Marlboro Man. Some big swashbuckling Texan. <laughs> big old swashbuckling cowboy to come walking Just in. saunter in there. And, you know, I wear boots to wherever I travel, so they hear the boots walking down the hall. Women are... Boy, yeah, they're squiggling around. They're all fixing straighten themselves up. Here he comes. And here walks five foot six <laughs> of hell to pay right there. And then <laughs> I, they they all kind of just walks in and says, What's uh, up, bitches? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got told. I've seen on Blazing Saddles when the sheriff right. rides in the town. It's like, shit. Hardy. A laurel and hardy handshake. So I have been on the flip side of that where they expected me to look like something and i did not well a lot of people, people now have so i those, said excuse me while i whip this out right <laughs> and i don't have and i don't i mean i'm assuming y'all don't either a lot of people you know have their photo on their email and stuff when it yeah. comes up no, i don't roll that. that way either yeah um, I've, I've never got one of denzel on there <laughs> yeah i got kj on mine italian Same stallion thing. a lot of, and i've got i've got this for gosh the last 15 years lots of people confuse me for Matthew McConaughey when they see me. Yeah, and, I get uh, that. So if that kind of gives you a mental picture of what I look like. They expect like. you or they confuse? Cause no, they confuse. They, they Maybe Matthew McConaughey in season one of True Detective at the end. The uh, you know <laughs> Russ Cole. If he if he was a, a fan lot of, times of the moon I'll be standing pie. in line at the grocery store and I can hear you know women behind me. That's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> Do you acknowledge it? Do I you just turn kinda, around? He says, all, kinda, right, all, right, "All right, all right, all right, all right." <laughs> <laughs> I can see that yeah. now that you mention it. I right. can see that is a resemblance. Now the folks that have met Ty. And oddly enough, more people have met Ty out of this podcast venture than have met Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hardly I'm, anybody's met Heavy. Hardly anybody. He's still the gray ghost. Some people pretty, think he's Sasquatch. I'm pretty secretive. <laughs> yeah. You do like to stay on the down low. Yeah. Uh, no one has expected you to look like you do. Really? That's the feedback I've gotten. They expected someone handsome? No, well, they, they, they're, no they're, they're, they're taken aback by your handsomeness. They are taken aback by your handsomeness. <laughs> yeah. Even though we've obviously tell everybody about it they're still surprised by how handsome you are well i tell people that haven't i first of all i don't believe that second of all when i you know sometimes i'm asked in a business setting or something you know just to make sure people want to you know be able to know who you are if you're meeting up somewhere and i i like to describe myself as a cross between lou graham <laughs> And just pick somebody else. Shit. Because <laughs> nobody's going to know who the hell Lou Graham is. Get on Google, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. I, just, I tell people I'm just look like Alfred E. Newman, and that's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, no, I'm not going to tell that story. All right, well, I think we're about done. Uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. You know, we have this little family of podcasts that we're part of. So listen to Below the Belt, Tell Me Where to Turn, Partial Recall, all those guys. Give them a listen. And if you're interested in Texas history or bloodshed or just gnarly kind of a real life weird stuff, buy our friend Professor Brad Folsom's book. Um, Arandondo. Arandondo. Yeah. Arandondo. Arredondo and then like three sentences. Yeah. yeah, it's got a whole bunch of stuff. The Just the look up Arredondo and it's Brad Folsom. On on Amazon, it's the red cover one. It doesn't have enough blood. Period blood is what Smiley Ryan called it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. But um I've pre ordered It my, is a period piece. Oh, look at you with the dad Man. joke. I've ordered mine. I'm going to get it. I'm going to make Brad read it to me. I can't oh, wait. I'm, see, awesome. I'm waiting for the audio version. Well, maybe we could work <laughs> on that, you know? We could we could uh, record no, that. I can't wait to How long that. do you think it would take Brad to do an audio version? Well, I want him to version. leave in all the outcuts of him just being like, shit, that sucks. Let me do that again. <laughs> I haven't heard. Fuck, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I haven't heard if he's listened to our best of 2016 episode a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Where you refer to Ryan as that other guy? <laughs> Yes. 
Or I, I put Brad in the open. Did you notice that? Yeah. That's him saying, I don't know how the hell I got here. <laughs> oh, I thought it was him. No, it's Brad. Uh-uh. Okay. Or how the fuck I got here, or okay. whatever the hell he says. No, I'm sure that book is going to be fantastic. It is yeah. going to be great. Brad is, I'm really looking forward that to is that. Super sharp. Super sharp guy. history mind. Knows Texas and pre-colonial history inside out. Mexi- so. Texas and Mexican, Mexican history. history. Yeah. yeah, We got to have him back on. If We're going to have it. him back on. We're going to talk about the book. And we also want to have him on to talk about... Uh, we can be tiny his houses. first interviewer. His first book interview. Sure. Yeah, we could do a whole C-SPAN book TV thing with yeah, him. I yeah. was watching book TV with Norman Mailer the other day. Those book TVs are good. They're great. Have you ever watched that? They're on. Uh-huh. There are a bunch of them on YouTube. They're okay. fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I watched... Uh, What's that guy's name? Brian... I can't remember. Dennehy. No, it ain't Brian Dennehy. you always go to Dennehy. Anytime I say Brian. <laughs> Why wouldn't got, you? Well, he's got fucking Dennehy. It's like right on the tip of his tongue. Any point uh, during the day. He looks more like Brian Dennehy uh, than he does. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, Brian Dennehy does resemble Dale Hansen. I could see like a little bit of that. Yeah, I mean a little. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of got the same hey, structure. Hey, did you know, you remember, oh, gosh, a month, several months back, you know, we had this big, long discussion about Wilford Brimley and Cocoon. Right. And he was the, like oh, 35. Right. Well, we had recorded that, and then like maybe three weeks to a month later, I hear him talking about it on the hard line, about Cocoon and Wilford Brimley and how he's the oldest-looking young man. And I'm like, have... And they were talking like they had talked about it before. Are they stealing our bits, or is that... I highly doubt that. I doubt that they know we exist. So I think I've heard them talk about that way back when. <laughs> yeah, maybe. it may be. Maybe, I, I may like, be it's definitely a pretty common perception. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, it was one of the most popular movies in like 1984. Right. So I don't think that's... Uh, I was just curious. I was like, wait I don't, a minute. I don't think... We had any, the same discussion. First no off, one nobody is stealing our, is bits. Stealing our bits. Well, good. That's, we that's can barely do our bits, much less somebody else. <laughs> now, <laughs> we may start repeating our bits, because I yeah. wonder about how many stories we, we've... Oh, we're full of fucking stories. We're full of them, but I know my wife's heard all my stories a million times. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Talking about the Hawkeye thing. This morning, or this afternoon, I'm trying to... My wife, I'm sitting there watching more football. <laughs> Such a father. My uh, Such a husband. <laughs> lovely... Sweet wife comes in and sits down in the living room. She is lovely. Starts reading a book, and I say, "Listen to this." And I start telling her the Hawkeye bit from. Uh, Maybe you from should share ticket. that with our listeners because not everybody listens to the from ticket. The t- well, it's a a prank that a, another DJ from another radio station pulled on a show on the ticket, and it's been an ongoing prank for a couple of years, evidently. So I'm telling my wife, and she's just looking at me kind of with that, you know, smile look. She's like. That thought bubble over her head that's saying, when are you going to finish this And I finished story? it, and she's like, I'm so glad your friends are coming over tonight so y'all can talk about that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> her level of interest was low. Yeah, and I was like, well, thank you, honey. <laughs> oh, here's another story. Better thought, than that one? The thought bubble's <laughs> over our head, too. I'm so glad your friends are coming over one of these. This is strange, and this is one of those, like, holy shit, what is that? <laughs> Oldest daughter has a volleyball game today, so me and the wife and kids pile into the family automobile to go to the volleyball game. I'm against game. these Sunday sports activities. Anyway, I'm driving. Wife's in the passenger seat. Girls are in the back seat. We're driving along, and my wife, I can see her looking at the windshield, She's like, what are those prints on the windshield? And I was like, oh, probably from the dog. I don't know. I said, no, that's a footprint. I was like, what? About the time I stop at a red light and I'm looking. She's like, that's a that's a footprint. That's a footprint. Why are footprints on your windshield? Uh-oh. Inside like, or out? Inside. What size foot? My my wife takes her shoes off. And she She's put her feet on the damn windshield since we got together. Well, your wife has not been in my car. Well, I hope not. The uh, and I'm like, actually, this would explain exactly. I'm how like, this happened. I, I don't know what it is. And she's looking at me. I'm like, hell, I'm sure it's from one of the kids. I don't know. The oldest one sits up front. We so I start on back down the road again. She's still studying it. She's, and I'm, I just kind of blew it off. Like I don't. I mean, the car's trash all the time. 
sticky fingerprints all over the place. I can see she's really studying it. She's like, I mean, that's a toe, and that's a toe, <laughs> and that's a footprint. I was like, I, I don't know. It's from one of the kids, I'm sure. I, I mean, right. I don't know. I cannot explain. <laughs> then, And you're it, not putting a whole lot of mental e- energy into solving this mystery. Yeah, well, like, I don't know. You know, and, uh, this story's still not. <laughs> and so... The whole time I can just... This is the mystery of who left the toilet seat up. I mean, this is... <laughs> right. Right. Well, no, but it's one of those where, I mean, the footprints are in a position to where whoever was sitting in the seat, I mean, she's... Put their feet on the in, glass. In, in maybe a, you know... Compromising certain, position. A compromising position. You tell Mrs. Longmire she's got a dirty mind. And uh, several times throughout the day she's like... You really don't know where those came from? I'm like, I don't have a clue where they came from. I don't know. I don't know. First off, I think you would do it in the back seat. Yeah, I mean, have some dignity. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I couldn't fit in the front. No, that ain't happening. No, I couldn't get turned around in the front seat. No. I lost my virginity in a back seat. As Any- most folks did. I didn't lose it in the back seat, but I certainly spent a lot of time in the back seat in the front of the Tom Thumb parking lot after I got off work. Yeah. I don't know what that night stalking crew but saw. Yeah, that, that's hard to. Yeah, and I, which I like. I said I didn't put anything thing into it, but from a which she's not a suspicious person, but it is one well, of those where she, like she knows you're wearing that that broadcloth fleece. That it's one of those. I'm like, yeah. If she was a jealous type, that's that w- male birth control. That would be. Uh, that would be kind of a hard thing to explain. You, you go to get a vasectomy, and they just hand you that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself a couple thousand dollars and just put this fucker right. on. He said, he, heavy, heavy uh, called and said, what's my copay? I'll just take the shirt and I'll tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell the uh, Hawkeye story again. There you yeah. go. Uh, you my sweet wife. not it at all. Is that the end? That's the end. <laughs> okay. I'm that's glad we came back from the ending and brought that in. Yeah. Because that's oh, good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, right. you can email us your story about footprints on your window. We'll end on that crescendo. And if you think you could have sex at your current age in the front seat of a car, of your car. Of whose car? Whoever, whoever's emailing us. Okay. They have a car. Gotcha. Have, have you ever had car? sex while driving a car? Mm. Oral sex or physical pee, pee intercourse? In no, I have not. I'm assuming you have. <laughs> I I didn't say yes or no. <laughs> I, I have had oral sex. I, I have been given oral <laughs> that's sex. Wow. That's on the mind. <laughs> I think you laughed. Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Just but, re-say it. But your, but your have you ever is going to the unanswered question montage. Okay, that's oh, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, email us your car sex stories. Or truck sex. Except for JJ. We don't want to know any crazy, bad things you're doing down there, young man. Of course we want to know. We want to know Yes, we do, JJ. I'm kidding. Oh, JJ, you know, he he was kind enough to jump in and help us record. And at the time we recorded this, it has not aired yet. But he did want me to tell Ty one thing, which I did think was very funny. He said, I bet Ty shoots jump shots like my grandpa. Tell JJ, or JJ if you're listening, that this old man has still got some game left in him. All right. The gauntlet has been thrown down there, JJ. Don't let the height fool you. Still got the crossover. (laughs) Prank your ankles, son. I don't even know what that means. All right. Email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com and give us a tweet if you want to to tell us your stories. And if you think you could beat Ty at his advanced age at one-on-one. And I guess we'll talk to you later. Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.